New York, we here. What is up, everybody? You know, I just literally just minutes ago finished the latest episode, which, you know, I'll probably post these on the same day or maybe a day apart. Um, I just finished an episode talking about the current Knicks, uh, you know, portrayal in the media. Um, obviously, with the horrendous rookie face scans, Trey Young at the Garden. But today, I really just wanted to talk about one subject, that's been going through everybody's mind. The Dallas Knicks. The news was just announced, I believe, yesterday that Frank Nilakina is likely to sign a deal with the Dallas Mavericks, which will now bring Porzingis, Trey Burke, Tim Hardaway Jr., Reggie Bullock, and Frank Nilakina all under head coach Jason Kidd, thus making them the Dallas Knicks. I think this is very interesting. Um, you know, I really think it's going to be fun to watch how they're all going to, you know, coexist. I know that many of them, I'll put the image back up again, you know, Porzingis has chemistry with Tim Hardaway Jr., with Trey Burke. Um, so, you know, it's going to be really fun and exciting to see how you know, Frank can fit into the system under Luka Doncic. Um, and, you know, how Jason Kidd can really give each guy a shot on the roster. Um, you know, will Trey Burke kind of play like he did with us, where some games he absolutely went off, like went off. And I really wish we kind of could see more usage, could have seen more usage out of him, um, even though we did kind of have an up and down kind of streak. Um, as a player, at least while he was on our team. Um, but it's going to be really interesting to see if Porzingis is going to now get better on Dallas because, you know, obviously he's had a tough time, you know, with, with injuries and, and so on and so forth. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see that with the newest additions, with Bullock, with Frank, under a new head coach, will Porzingis is chemistry rise because all of these former Knicks are coming into the picture here or will, you know, the same things end up happening. But, you know, in terms of Porzingis, I always love to use this chart because, you know, it really just breaks down, you know, how we kind of got to where we are and, and, and so on. So, you know, obviously up top we have, you know, what we traded away, um, DSJ, um, you know, DeAndre Jordan, um, 
you know, I'm, I'm literally having a very hard time seeing it here on my end. Um, but you know, it's, it's really interesting. The one question that leaves, you know, me kind of scratching my head here, which I actually talked about with my dad today as well. Um, what is Mark Cuban's agenda? You know, I mean, it's kind of like LeBron's power in the sense of he can get whoever he wants, right? Now, if his agenda is to get a lot of Knicks players, he's doing it great. Obviously, as we see here, Tim Hardaway Jr., Trey Burke, Reggie Bullock, Frank Nilakina, and Porzingis. Now, if Mark Cuban's agenda, like I said earlier, you know, obviously, if he's getting more Knicks players, okay. But is it like, going to end up being like, you know, the Lakers where you're just assembling as much talent as you can to really make that next step, you know, to win a championship. You know, if we look at the Lakers, they got Dwight Howard back. They got Carmelo, Malik Monk, Russell Westbrook, Anthony Davis, LeBron James. You know, they're adding so many guys just to win a championship. Um I'm not saying the Mavericks are getting Frank Nilakina and Reggie Bullock to win a championship. Um, but, you know, Reggie Bullock made comments, you know, really early on, you know, this offseason when he, you know, made his intentions to go with Dallas, you know, saying things like it was a no-brainer of a decision. He feels like the Knicks are currently in a state where they're really just a first-round team and the Mavericks can really make that next step, you know, to win a championship. Um, so it'll be really interesting because maybe Mark Cuban is stealing a little from our book and kind of going with that young core option, but it really like, doesn't seem that way because, you know, we have so many guys that are 23 or younger, like Mitchell Robinson, like McGrime. I said McGrimes, what? Uh, McBride, Grimes, R RJ, um, you know, the list goes on and on, but, um, you know, it, it's it's going to be very, you know, I, I keep saying interesting because that's really the only, one of the only words that's really coming to my mind here. Um, you know, it's just, especially from Reggie Bullock's responses, I know that, you know, obviously I posted them out of context to get the reaction, but apparently, you know, he was, you know, praising the Knicks a lot for, for everything that, you know, happened during his time there and stuff. But if he's saying that this team is a no-brainer, from the team that we have right now, I don't know. It just seems iffy to me. And it also leaves me wondering, how much of a chance is Jason Kidd going to give Frank Nilakina, you know, of usage, Bullock of usage? Because, you know, you know, Tim Hardaway Jr. has had a lot of usage in Dallas. Porzingis, obviously. Doncic, obviously. Um, I don't really think Trey Burke has had that much usage on Dallas. Um, you know, comparing to the usage that he had while he was on the Knicks. And, you know, it's just interesting, you know, Cuban was in his position now on Dallas when he had Jason Kidd as a player on, on Dallas, when he had Tyson Chandler as a player on Dallas, you know? So that was in 2011 when they won the championship. So, you know, has his agenda now been for the past like 10 years to get Knicks players to take that next step to a championship? I don't know, but it's looking a lot like Phil Jackson's team, um, you know, from when uh, he had his little moment of uh, time here on, on the Knicks, um, which was just 
you know, I'm sure I can make a whole episode of of my my thoughts on the Phil Jackson era and the Steve Mills era, the Fizdale era. You know, I, I could make episodes galore on, on, you know, what I think these teams could have been with, you know, what moves that I could have been. I could have made, oh, that's a great series that I just thought of. Nick's Communities, you know, uh, GM takes or something where I could, you know, talk about old teams and the moves I would make instead of the moves that, that ended up happening. Oh, guys, I have content cooking for you very soon. Um, I'm going to make a ton of episodes about that. Um, but, you know, it's just going to be, you know, really exciting to see is, I mean, is Frank and Trey Burke really going to get usage if they have guys like Doncic over them? I don't really know. Um, you know, I but um so it's no idea. Um on my camera is going in and out. I think just because of the service that I have here in, in Ohio. Um I said that in the last episode that you know these two episodes could either come out really bad or really good just because of the Wi-Fi service that we have here. Um, but, you know, obviously due to college chores and stuff, like I've said on Die Next Podcast. Um, so words, but it's just really, is he trying to make a super team to win a championship of Reggie Bullock, Frank Nilakina, Trey Burke? Um, and, you know, again, adding to my conspiracy theory of a super team, Jason Kidd is the head coach. What happened when Jason Kidd was a player on Dallas with Tyson Chandler, two former Knicks? They won a championship against the LeBron Miami Heat. Um, you know, it, so is that the agenda? I have no idea. But it's going to be great to see Frank as a maverick, um, you know, coming back to the garden. Um, so I, I can't wait. Is he going to get booed? Is he going to get cheered? You know, he's been through a lot of ups and downs with the New York fans. Um, you know, obviously he got cooked at the end of game one by Trey Young. I was at that game. I was also at the game where we, uh, people wanted, uh, you know, we're chanting, we want Frank over Dennis Smith Jr. Um, you know, so it's going to be really interesting to see how the Dallas crowd likes Frank. Um, to see how the Knicks fans like Frank when he's back playing against the Knicks at the Garden. Um, but I believe I covered everything um, that is currently, you know, with news breaking on this topic. Um, I hope you guys liked my little spiel of, of conspiracy theories on if I think this is Mark's, Mark Cuban's plan to winning another NBA championship. Um, I hope you guys like this video. I'm going to be, you know, trying my best to do, uh, you know, weekly content. Um, it's just a little bit of a hectic time right now with applying to colleges, but you know, I'm trying to make it work. Um, sorry if this episode turns out really bad again, we're in Ohio at hotels and I don't know how good the service is here, but I hope you guys really like this episode. I'm really interested in the idea of me dissecting the moves that, you know, you know, but, uh, people like Steve Mills and Scott Perry made, you know, during the Fizdale era and stuff, and maybe to see what I would do differently. 
Um, that's a concept that I, I definitely could see myself, uh, you know, making for sure. Um, but I really, again, I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I'm going to get my overlay back up top. You guys can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Nick's Community. I'm still trying to get the, you know, fingers pointed at the right spots. Um, of course, leave a like, subscribe if you're new. Um, you know, let me know on Instagram or in the comments, you know, if you guys are really interested in that, you know, kind of, I guess, GM Nick's Community series. And uh, I'll see you guys very, very soon. Thank you guys so much for watching.